Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Andy, what do we like today? Uh, Lloyd Griffiths, our old friend, the comedian, yeah. uh, came on and had a chat about what he's been up to. He's got a new gig. And also, uh, we showed him a, a lookalike from a staff member here at TalkSport. We did, yeah, yeah. He was quite impressed. Um, what else did we like? Well, we spoke to Ali Ross from The Sun. He was talking yeah. darts. and. He's worried about the BDO, his love of the BDO, you'll hear that. That's right. We had a chat about last night, the game, and various few other bits and pieces. pieces. Yeah. You thought I was coming up with deliberately rude names, but I wasn't, as you'll discover. And don't ask me, a thrilling don't ask Thriller, me. absolute yeah. thriller. Here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. And good afternoon, Paul. And congratulations mm. to the groundsman down at the Aegeus Bowl. He's definitely going to win man of the match. <laughs> terrible Got pitch. a benign pitch, oh, isn't it's it, a really? terrible pitch. I don't know if you got a bit frightened from the pitch from the last game, which was what we call a sporting pitch. Mm, yeah. You know, that gives everybody a chance. This one, I mean, you, you have to... If England get nearly 600, you know there's something wrong with the pitch, honestly. <laughs> I'm sure and, that's what England's... Uh, sorry, that's what Snapey said to the well, boys. What the sports psychologist... Blimey, boys, if you can get nearly 600... <laughs> On it. Must be a right dog of a pitch, <laughs> a road as Macca would call it, you know. And uh, and another catch went down for, on Jimmy Anderson. He must have been. We were yeah. we were conjecturing yesterday that England were doing it deliberately to wind him up. Yeah, they probably were. It was incredible, really. I, I mean, it was the, dark. The maddest one though was the one that Brawl dropped and then got the run out. That yeah. was that's almost like it's still a wicket, <laughs> but it just hasn't got your name on it. It's great. Wasn't it? and it's difficult if he doesn't. You know, it's a big <clears> thing if he doesn't get the, get those three wickets he needs. In this game, who knows when they're going to play another two? Is it, is it three or two? Two, 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 sorry, yeah, two, yeah, yeah. So you know, I do feel for him, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's a shame. it'll make him the first test. Or will he be the f- not the first, first test fast bowler? First actually, fast bowler, just Murali, Murali, Warren, and Anil Kumble. And he'd be fourth on the all-time list, the first ever fast bowler to take oh, six hundred. That's weeks. amazing, yeah. Yeah, tremendous. And uh, but full credit to just just about he dropped that catch today, which is a bit unfortunate, but. You know, he was really down and out, and he's played brilliantly in this yeah. game. And yeah, you he, changed your mind, have yeah. you? Yeah, oh, I have, because all credit to him. Look, even he thought he was in the last chance saloon. Yeah. You know, it takes a great mental fortitude. I said, yes, they ignore, ignore idiots like me. <laughs> so well done to him for that. Um, daft transfer rumour of the day. Oh, yeah. It says here, Barcelona must pay £143 million if they want Richarlison. I think I'd knock a one off that. <laughs> Blimey. I like him, but he's not worth anything... 
anything near that. But hey, who's worth no. what? And Lewis Dunk, not the first player to benefit from Chelsea interest. We oh, signed off a new five-year contract. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Well, you know, that's the way it works, isn't of course it? it is, if, yeah. if you're in demand, you suddenly get what you want. That's not that's not just football. That's no, everything. That's true. And then a great photo this morning from a runners in a road race in France where they all, every contestant, wore a mask. I mean, imagine running in a mask. Except for the bloke who's in front, who's not got his mask on properly. <laughs> I'd say slightly cheating, but thank you. <laughs> that wouldn't be a lot of fun, would oh, it? Was, was it a marathon? Uh, it just says, runners take to the track in La Pomeray in France wearing masks. That's it. It doesn't say what sort yeah, of yeah. race it was, so I don't know. Uh, Andy Brussels going to join us, mm. so we'll save our uh, chat about oh, the yeah. uh, Champions League final for then. And we've got some other stories around Europe. Context, all looking a bit dodgy for him still. You wonder if he'll be at Inter next year. Not only that, there's yeah. a, he's trying to get back €30 million Euro after he'd been said to have been scammed by an investment manager in London. It's a case, can't recall, but it's a court case going on at the moment. 30 million euro, that's a lot of money, though, to lose, isn't it? So, yeah, absolutely. No, Even if you are extremely rich. Um, I, I finally, I just wanted to mention this. Mm. Jousting is to return to Hever Castle wow. in Kent. And I was thinking, jousting is the perfect COVID sport because you're a lance apart, yeah. right? And you wear an iron mask. A lance, a lance <laughs> length. You're always a lance length from your opponent, yeah. aren't you? That is very true. I mean, so that's, there you go. that's COVID plus. That is <laughs> that is belt and braces, isn't it? It's more. It's uh, uh, Peter Crouch isn't quite. Yeah, a lance is longer than Peter Crouch. It certainly it? is. Definitely. A uh, pair of Gandhi's glasses, Andy. Do you see how much they sold for? What? Do you know, we were talking the other week about a pair yeah. of Nana Mascuri's glasses. Whose yeah. glasses would you want? Well, a pair of Gandhi's oh, yeah. sold Mahatma Gandhi, not sort of Alan Gandhi, the plumber, obviously. <laughs> Alan um, Gandhi. <laughs> David Gandhi. Yeah. Um, of course, that might work. Well, that um, would work. 260 yeah. grand. That was 26 <laughs> times their estimate. So they had an idea of what it was. They thought, you know. That's that, they're not going, even your prescription. What's the point? I know. You can, but I mean, I suppose, is it the thrill of putting on Gandhi's glasses and going, blimey, he had bad eyesight? <laughs> or, or is it just knowing it belonged to the great man? They were given to a BP employee in South Africa in the 1920s for helping Gandhi. Um, I don't know if he served him with some petrol. <laughs> uh, they were sold by the man's nephew who stuffed them in the letterbox of East Bristol auctions and told staff to throw them out if they were no good. They've gone for 260 grand. That's unbelievable. Yeah. So uh, like, that's apropos of nothing. But it was only that we were talking about. I just wondered what a pair of... If any of the listeners wanted to make a bid for, for yours, Andy. I mean, have you got an old pair you <laughs> oh, don't I've want? I've got loads of old pairs, And that maybe yeah. the money could go to charity. All right, just, yeah. I can't mean, prepare to give, you a, give the an listener... An old pair of Andy's glasses. Yeah, the frames are will they be worth something. Are they quite... I mean, I'm just, I don't want to do you out of them. You might want to reuse the frames. Although uh, funny if I am reusing a set of frames, I've just seen... I've been through some of my old glasses. Is there a, an old pair you wouldn't want or not? Yeah, definitely. I've got I've got some classic old ones, you know, like... Okay, well, look, we'll yeah. we make a donation to the charity of the yeah, punters' anybody, choice. if anybody or, or they, they can make we a donation. Are we allowed to do this, No, I'm, I'm not we'll ever sure we are. I don't think we are. <laughs> I think we are. Uh, really. Okay. <laughs> well, we, it's a nice idea. Yeah, this, this is a virtual auction that doesn't actually exist. Apparently, we can't do no, that. No, I didn't think I've we just could. Been told. <laughs> I okay. knew we wouldn't couldn't do that. Well, that's, that's 260 grand a charity's missed out on. <laughs> Those poor people at Paddy Power, we haven't made a penny for their charity, have we? We can't even we sell a the old pair of your glasses. Would have been good. Anyway, you don't want to look for Andy's glasses. It's like Lucy mm. in the Sky with diamonds. Anyway, we move on. And I think um, the VAR last night was wearing my glasses, <laughs> judging by some yeah, of those that, decisions. There was a decent penalty shout oh, at one yeah. point, wasn't it? The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. 
from TalkSport. Well, we're seeing uh, comedians returning to the stage. Uh, Al Fresco gigs are happening. There's one uh, tonight, mm. uh, indeed. Milton Jones is on the bill, another regular guest on the show over the years, as is our old mate Lloyd Griffith. Good afternoon, Lloyd. Good afternoon, lads. How are we doing? Yeah, good. good. Lloyd, it's thanks, good yeah. to see uh, comedians like yourselves back out on the stage and not playing in front of parked cars. <laughs> oh, mate. I, I actually did my first gig back last night uh, since March the 11th. Um, and it was at Cookham Dean Cricket Club um, <laughs> on the actual on the actual pitch right. with the stage. And, I mean, if you just said a year ago, do you want to do this gig? I'd have run away an absolute <laughs> mile. Like, absolutely not. But last night, I can't tell you, I nearly cried. It was just so nice to be back on stage kind of doing what we've missed for, for, for so long. And... Yeah, it was great. Socially distanced, you have a little kind of like uh, marked out areas and pods and stuff. So that was fun. And then tonight, yeah, we're doing um, Outside the Box um, Comedy Club in, in New Molden with, I mean, it's a pretty pretty good lineup. Me, Milton Jones and Jen Brister. So it's um, it's just great to be Brilliant. doing yeah, something good. that resembles uh, your job. Are there any tickets? I, mean, I see there's not many tickets left that was being promoted earlier on. Outside the box comedy dot. Co.uk, maybe people yeah. can go and check it out if they fancy Because I think a lot of people are going to want to do this there after all yeah, this time. Well, I think, well, to be fair, I think it will it will sell out. I think there's only a few, I think they just added a few more and they moved the bins and put um, another <laughs> table in there or something like that. But um, yeah, there, you know, there, there are two shows. There's an early one, I think it's a six o'clock one and eight, an eight o'clock one. So yeah, I, you know, I, I went to one of the drive through um, cinema things in, in Grimsby. We did mm. uh, what Doc's Beers, they, they did one. And again, it wouldn't be something that I'd ordinarily done, but just to get out there and do something that isn't, you know, as you say, kind of like just staring indoors, and you know, it's just it's just great to be to be um, to be doing these alfresco alfresco gigs. Is it is it like sport? Is it is any rust when you start to perform again, <laughs> or is just you just slip straight back to it? Uh, well, this is last night. I didn't know what I was going to do. I, I, you know, I couldn't even remember my jokes. And then <laughs> as, soon as, as soon as you get on stage, you kind of, you know, it, it all just falls back into place. And you know, I'd like to say, you know, it, it wasn't like I'd been gone, but I mean, I let the audience decide on that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, I think you just, it just, it just automatically muscle memory just kicks in, and there you go. The thing that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, my tour got postponed from, you know, I came in to see you guys. Before just before I was going out, and I think I did ten or eleven days. And I was speaking to Rob Beckett the other day, and I was like, "I've got no idea what my tour show is about, let alone learn it." <laughs> yeah. So I've got a. Luckily, I recorded. You know, we filmed a few of them, so I'll be able to go back and uh, figure out what that show was all about. But yeah, yeah I think you just, you just slip back into it. You know, I'm, you know, being a, a professional footballer myself, you know, I've been playing a lot of football recently, and of you know, you don't lose it, but you don't lose it. <laughs> you played you played cricket. I understand. Yes, it was a comedians cricket team, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, comedians. So Tom Rosenthal, hmm. um, son of Jim Rosenthal. Yeah. Um, he's actually uh, Jim's, Jim's local uh, cricket club. So it was Cookham Dean Cricket Club. We played their third team. Um, I kept wicket. Took a lovely catch, if you're asking. Um, <laughs> hint, hint of it touching the ground, but, you know, we looked oh. at the AR and it's absolutely fine. Hmm. Uh, and then I went out for a golden duck, which was humiliating. <laughs> so, um, but, yeah, again, like small things like this, you know, you know, being able to play cricket with 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 your pals, you know, there was anti back behind the stumps, and it was all socially distanced. But again, just to be out there and doing something was a lifesaver. Yeah, we've we've put a picture up on the uh, at tsh and j on social media on Twitter, um, and it's of uh, Ollie, who's our assistant producer, <laughs> and it, we, Andy calls him Lloyd. He's <laughs> always called him Lloyd because he thinks he has a bit of a passing resemblance uh, to you. Now you've had a chance to to, to take the picture in, uh, and what, what do you think? I mean, you think can you see it? 
I think that the best way to describe me and him, you know, the the, the Man United goalkeeper Romero. Yeah. yeah. We both look like a really dodgy lookalike of him. I think that is the best way to describe <laughs> yeah. us both. Do you know what I mean? We're not as good looking. Do you know what I mean? With the the hair's going at a rapid rate for me. I'm not sure if it is for Ollie as well, but we 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 basically look like really awful lookalikes of him. But I can, I can see the resemblance. You know, he's a dark haired lad. Yeah, very good looking. Um, but yeah, <laughs> we want you back out on the road, and we want you basically playing stadiums because this will allow Ollie to hoover up Lloyd Griffith lookalike work, and then oh. so when you're spread so thin that you can't go and open a fate yourself, <laughs> that you're quite prepared to give uh, Ollie a bit of money to go and be a Lloyd Griffith lookalike. You see? Let, 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 let me tell you now, I will be doing my own lookalike work <laughs> just to get that extra money. In. I mean, I'll just be saying I'm somewhere else. I'm just earning half half of what I think I can elsewhere, so uh, no, I'll be doing that myself. That's right. Um, at the mighty Grimsby Town. What, what's been, mm. you been keeping in touch with people at the club? Or what's the situation like for them at the yeah. moment? Well, I've been, you know, a few pals um, play for them, so I've been speaking to James McEwen, the goalkeeper, and you know, luckily they're obviously back in pre-season. They had their first game on Saturday, uh, played against Cleethorpe Town, like the local um, mm. local team down the road. Uh, one three nil. We've signed quite a few players. I think Ollie has basically been raiding um, a few of the lower leagues. So we've signed a lad from uh, Felix Down Victus. Uh, there was a lad that he had, um, the centre back. I can't remember his name, but he's got honestly more red cards than Clintons. It's unbelievable. <laughs> so we're looking forward to um, seeing him, seeing him in action. Um, but yeah, I think he's been basically looking at so you know because obviously Bud has been slashed, and because it's a level playing field, there's a lot of people in the same. But I think he has been looking a little bit lower, and then you know we'll bring in a bit of experience. So we'll, we'll you know we'll see. But it's you know it's looking it's looking all right. I keep saying to him, you need a fourth choice goalkeeper. Slash Jester. I'm always there, and I can see he's read the WhatsApps, but cause it's two blue ticks. But he's not replied. But you know, <laughs> oh, just, uh, what about the practicalities of getting people back in to watch Grimsby? I mean, you, presumably, have they said anything? Have they said anything about tickets or ticketing or anything like that? There's been a few articles here and there talking about when uh, crowds will be able to get back into the stadiums and talking about like staggered ticket time. So like saying like you got you got to get there at two fifteen, you got to get there at two thirty, you got to get there at two forty five in certain parts. But again, I don't think there's any real real plan yet. I think you know you're waiting for advice from you know the the the, the people above, you know the medical people to let us, let us know. As and when, but I think you know the various different football teams are putting in there, putting plans as to how it could work, and you know having like a quarter of the seating. Like Grimsby, you know, it's, it's, it's a big old stadium, and by no means do we fill it every week. So there is space. Yeah. I mean, we could have, you know, we, you know, you might have to be in the uh, in the rafters up at the top with a with a stanchion anyway. But I think you know, the, the, if we wanted to have a socially distanced, ga- you know, game with with crowds, I think I think it's doable. I think, and you know, you might have to sacrifice not being able to go every week. So maybe going, you know, once every other week or, you know, we've got to build up with the uh, all the cup games at the start as well. So I think it's doable. We've just got to wait for, you know, the powers that be that say you can start doing it. Um, beyond tonight, if people can't make it to New Morden, you got anything else lined up gig-wise, Lloyd, that you want to tell us about? Well, I, I, some TV work starting to come back, oh which my. is quite nice. So I've been, I'm doing, been doing quite a bit of that last week and next week. And then basically, yeah, the the, the, the place that I mentioned earlier, Doc's Beers in Grimsby, yeah. um, they, they're amazing. They've just been putting on, um, you know, these uh, these driving gigs. So we're going to be trying to sort out some um, some socially distanced uh, comedy in the future. But yeah, just as and when, check out my um, Twitter account. It's um, at Logo Fifth, and I'll be sticking gigs on there or my Instagram. 
Um, but yeah, hopefully more and more because I tell you what, it just feels nice to get back out there. Yeah, I'm sure it's true for, for all the guys and girls. So brilliant. Yeah. Good to talk to you, Lloyd. All the best. Cheers, lads. See you later on. There we are, Lloyd Griffith there, comedian, Grimsby fan, goalkeeper. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Well, Andy, I don't know if you've seen this today. An Evertonian called Joe Gilmore took to social media. He's, he's uh, on holiday in Italy. He's in mm. Sorrento at the moment, and he's wearing the new shirt. Haven't seen it. With the uh, club sponsor. The new Everton club sponsor is Kazoo, uh, C-A-Z. Uh, double O, and uh, he said he was getting a few funny looks as he walked around. There is an Italian word, just one letter difference. I don't want to offend our Italian fans. <laughs> right, okay. But it's only one letter out, and it means all manner of filth. Oh, dear. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very multi use sweary word in Italian. So he's had quite a lot of double takes as he's wandering around Sorrento. That's not so surprising. That's, that's a, I mean, we've had those sorts of things before, haven't we, around sponsors' names that have got a very it's different meaning. It's a funny meaning. thing, the one letter missing thing we had Kevin Campbell last week oh that's right and then we're going to be talking about Aberdeen with uh, Ali Ross later on and I know they've got a player called Johnny Hayes just an end missing. Oh there. yeah, <laughs> the great Johnny the Hayes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, John, have you seen John Lewis? The uh, the stores yeah. are going to drop their slogan. I know. Never knowingly under. It's a disaster, isn't it? Yeah, former sol- Gloucester and England bowler. <laughs> yeah, he's got to do the same. Never knowingly under bold. We did. We, we milked that for years, didn't we? With John Lewis, <laughs> he works with the Lions now. I was looking he him does, up yeah. for that reason. He's, I know he's, he's one of the he's, coaches uh, for coach the Lions. Now. Yeah, that's that's very true. Mm. Um, what else did I see here? Uh, 
Oh, yeah, this is an interesting... We can't talk, obviously, we can't talk about the the Maguire case, but one thing I did notice, yeah. one thing that definitely was criminal, was Jack Daniels, the drinks prices. Jack Daniels, £280 a pop. This was in this place. Bottles of £750 Hennessy Cognac, yeah. £315 bottle of Ciroc Vodka. Then you go to another club, VIP nightclub Bonbonnier in Mykonos, trendy Fabrica district. Oh, yeah. There, a bottle of Hennessy costs up to 4225 Grey Goose. 1350 God, blimey. That's bonkers, isn't it? But it, there you go. It certainly is. So, uh, well above, uh, yeah, well, I think we'd be struggling, Andy. Now, Andy, you like a steak, don't you? I do, yeah. Yeah, you see yeah now I want you to get along to the new French restaurant, Jolie, in Chelsea. <laughs> oh, so yeah. after the game one night, when you're back watching oh, yeah. them, get along there because they're laying on for 50 quid. Steak in a briefcase. I can't see the point of that at So your all. steak comes out in a briefcase. <laughs> and so rather than it being on a plate, it, it turns up, you open up your briefcase and you eat it out your briefcase. Yeah, so, it uh, delicious. What do you think? Do you fancy well, steak I, in a briefcase? Not really, no. <laughs> rucksack. <laughs> steak in a rucksack. Yeah, just, it'd be, yeah that'd be nice. I'm definitely not. Steak in a Tesco yeah. bag. That would be nice. I'm not eating that, and I'm not watching Harry and Meghan's TV show. Aren't you? Okay. Oh, no. They'll appear in the series, but it's not about them. It's about normal people. I can't think of anything okay. worse. They're planning quite a lot of TV shows. Have you seen it? No. no none no, of them will be yeah. worth watching. Okay. Is opinion. there a game show in there? <laughs> I don't think there is, actually. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and uh, we've had another one of those um, face in a object things. This is Donald Trump's face in an omelette. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I never trust these things. Look, this bloke's done this. It just conveniently hasn't been two holes in the, om- in the omelette. <laughs> he does look very happy. Yeah. I, he's, 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 I mean, I, mean, I about- could do that with an omelette. I could make an omelette, put two holes for the eyes and put a mouth in and say, oh, look, that's yeah. Donald it Trump. It does look a little bit, it looks a bit like him just after he's been told about postal voting. <laughs> he looks incredibly miserable in there, doesn't he? He does Andy, look a bit you like yeah. an old story from the world of sport. And I hmm. wasn't aware of this one. Uh, I don't know if you are. It was uh, Mal Winkle's uh, football memorabilia thing on Twitter, which turns up some great old stuff. Good old Mal. He, he, he's done us a few favours. Is that a real person? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I used to. Well, yeah, what's wrong with that, Andy? What Mal Winkle? It's yeah. a strange last name, isn't it? Winkle. I used to. I used to work. In the, the boss of a of a company I used to work for as a kid was called Mister Winkle. Was he? I, I, look, we all, we kept a straight face. He was the gaffer. It's a strange. It was. It, I always thought name. it would make for a very unsavoury Mister Man story, wouldn't it? We'll get Dance to do it for us. Du, du, du. No, we won't do that. So um, this is about a guy called uh, Dennis Evans who played for Arsenal in the fifties. He was a oh, left yeah, back. Yeah. And there was a moment in the game when uh, he heard the final whistle blow and he basically... Do you know the thing when a player just kicks the ball away? The the final whistle and the player then just boots the ball into the distance. Hmm. Well, Dennis was fairly sure he heard the final whistle and smacked the ball at what he hoped was into no man's land. But indeed it went crashing into his own net. Really? The whistle had come from the crowd. Oh, no. Yeah. So it, it was an absolute thunderbolt into his own net. Uh, I mean, winning 4 0 at the time. Oh, so but it didn't that, matter. But that is quite, quite rare, isn't it? It's old Dennis got on the score sheet. Yeah. So you used to think Lee Dixon's chip over David Seaman was, was the, the greatest ever Arsenal own goal. Hmm. But I would imagine uh, Arsenal historians would tell you it was old Dennis Evans 
I've never seen it. I'll have to go and look it no, up. No, it sounds pretty good, doesn't mm. it, really? Um, and then, <laughs> I love the Daily Star, does it? It's never doesn't amuse you. Uh, their headline today, their front page story, Anton Deck will be under attack from angry seagulls. The new really? Right? No, they won't be. It'll be absolutely <laughs> fine. And Arsenal have added Brentford set-piece defensive specialist Andreas Georgeson to their uh, coaching team because he did such a great job in the playoff final. <laughs> Brilliant. Well oh, done. Oh, Andy, eh? you're, you're a hard man to please. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's difficult, isn't it? What can you do? Anything else? Uh, Captain Tom Moore is to be uh, feature on Piers Morgan's Life Stories, which will wow. be fascinating. Yeah. I can't wait. What about Strictly? I'd like to see him in Strictly. You're asking too much. The jungle, that's not happening. Total wipe. Love Island's probably pushing it a little bit. I it would be, be surprised. difficult. Um, now, we spoke last week yeah. about an ice cream van with uh, that, that was a world record break. Did you see the other fella? Chris Acock. He is... Um, he is You're full um, of those names no, today, aren't you? No, Winkle it. and Acock, for goodness sake. Yeah, that's, that's just you, mate. This it's is like just, Viz. No, it's just you. That's, that, that's his name. <laughs> Yeah. It could have been worse. His name's Chris. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, but um, it could have been much worse. But anyway, Chris, <laughs> yeah. his brother. No, leave it. Um, yeah, he's turned know. a dodgem into a roadworthy car. He took an old, bought thirty really? quid, spent thirty quid on a dodgem on eBay. Yeah. And and he stripped it down and merged it with a mobility scooter. Only does eight mile an hour, but it's roadworthy. He's allowed, yeah. So him and his missus go out. In the dodgem, which is fine, <laughs> but then you get teddy boys jumping on the back, <laughs> chatting her up. That's the trouble, you see. That's People trying it. to bash into That's you. the problem, yeah. Anyway, well, there uh, you go. All that's that for that. that. I like that. So, no, um, it's good, really. Well, the, uh, the Kai Havertz transfer continues. Other breaking news, it would appear that <laughs> Ashley Maitland-Niles is on his way to Wolves good from signing. Arsenal. Yeah. I'm surprised Arsenal are letting him go. He's a they just need the money, don't they, to pay a Bamiang? That's a Bamiang's contract, that is. Yeah. So, so um, it's a shame for for him though, because I think he's done a good job for us. So very good piece good on the, uh, William Saliba, the player they're they're bringing in. Um, yeah. No, look, very things, very good uh, reviews. Uh, Arsenal fans are very excited. I mean, they're looking, you know. They, yeah. If they keep if yeah. they keep a Bamiang, yeah. We shall see what happens though. Yeah. Anyway, I'm feeling very different about Spurs because Slippers, Jedson Fernandez, oh, yeah, has found, found a new his role. role. He played right back against Ipswich the other well, day and he looked yeah. very good. That's good, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, he looked good coming forward anyway, much did like you, all of our right backs. Did you read about Robert Lewandowski's eating habits? No, I didn't. I He's married I to, a, uh, to um, a nutritionist. Oh, yeah. And what he does, this is a very... I've never heard of anybody does, doing this. Does he gorge himself no. on uh, sausage and mash? <laughs> he doesn't do Suet that. Suet pudding? No, he doesn't do that either. Okay. He... Um, he has dessert first. Does he? Then main course, then first course. He eats in reverse order. What? what? <laughs> Why <laughs> what? is that? Because sweet foods, the theory goes, digest quicker. And so by metabolising them first, he avoids mixing them in his stomach with the protein and carbohydrates to come. So, so if you, you were doing that, you'd have trifle to start, yeah. then you'd have steak in a briefcase. Steak in a briefcase. Or, or a rucksack. <laughs> yeah. And then you'd have the soup. Yeah. That's really messing me ahead, that, isn't it? <laughs> I think it? it is a bit. I'm not sure I'm yeah. going to take to that. He Definitely also not. sleeps on his left side only to preserve the, his stronger right leg. So I don't know why that would make any difference. Amateur footballers, well, if when you, you're if tossing you... and turning in the night, though, it's very hard. There must be times. Well, so what was the missus there? To, he's got an alarm to push him over. <laughs> he's disciplined. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. If he turns over, she probably turns him back. Yeah. Okay, you're yeah. mine of great information. Well, there you go. Not me. So some it in of the, the things, some of the things we never knew about Robert. Robert, Le- who's Robert? <laughs> Robert Lewandowski. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. 
Aberdeen song for our next guest because he is a, he's an Aberdeen fan we got him on to talk darts rather than football yeah. um, so here he is it's of course our old mate uh, from the sun there uh, TV critic his fine column every Tuesday Ali Ross good afternoon Ali how lovely to hear that again thank yeah. you Paul. Well, what sort of vintage <laughs> was that particular song we asked we asked him to find you your tradition we seem to have lost we've the lost original your traditional Aberdeen song one, yeah. Aberdeen <laughs> that one's gone so that is obviously a squad is that is that a kind of a, a particularly memorable squad that song we heard there? yeah we, we were one album wonders and it's all from 1983 ah <laughs> uh, okay well, that yeah. was a good side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got a oh, difficult yeah. second album. We're still waiting for Limestone <laughs> Roses in many ways. Be a kind of concept album you'll bring out next. Uh, Roger Dean cover. Gatefold, Roger <laughs> Dean. That'd be a different. Yeah, it's going to be a nice idea. So, um, actually, maybe we should start with the football because your boys made a fairly decent start. They won two out of three, haven't they? Yeah. Obviously, there was the unfortunate business in the middle of that. Um, oh. where, where they brought lockdown and uh, oh yes, of course, oh yes, yeah. that was oh we forget that. Yes, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> we made the six o'clock news, mm. so, and it's always nice to see the old place on the BBC, but <laughs> not in those uh, circumstances. Not, not quite, no. Um, but the two in a row now, so I, I can't see anyone stopping Hibs now, though. Can you really, realistically? <laughs> <laughs> I know your goalkeeper. I played cricket with him a couple of times, Joe Lewis. Uh, now you're talking, Andy. Very, Joe. very nice man. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and a good keeper, I think. A fine ambassador for the club and a great keeper. That's How good. on earth did you end up? Yeah, did you play cricket with him, Andy? What was he was playing for the Bunburys. Oh, and, was he really? uh, yeah, and it was just, I don't think that, I think he was at Peterborough at the time. And he was, he was really throwing himself about and throwing himself into it. And I think they were a bit worried that, you know, that he might get injured. But he didn't, so that was all fine. Um, but we should we should talk darts, because I, I thought of you immediately. I read this piece on the weekend. Yeah, uh, we should just set the scene. Um, mm. Martin Wolfie Adams, of course, the BDO yeah, yeah. champion over the years, um, has said he, he fears the BDO is dead, the first major sporting casualty of COVID-19. Uh, he, he can't see the World Championship taking place in uh, January, and, and he feels that after the, the death of Ollie Croft, the founder, it's lost a lot of impetus. He said it's, it's, it's very, very sad, but uh, he worries about the future of the alternative governing body. I mean, because you sh- you're a big fan, uh, Ali, aren't yeah. you? Yeah, I, I used to go every year when it was at the lakeside. Mm. Um, that stemmed from childhood loyalty because it was the one everyone would watch mm. uh, and, and the split never changed that for me and I had a, a sports preview column where I once misspelled Paul Hawksby's name as Tony Hawksby I don't know if you remember that <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right I was very good on a skateboard in those days that's oh, probably what it, yeah, that's yeah. why you made that mistake <laughs> your travels with your fridge wasn't yeah, it that was, that was it yeah that's right <laughs> I don't remember that from, yeah, and you, you, I had to pull in at the side of the road because you started reading it out, and yeah. it's the journalist nightmare. I was breathing into a brown paper bag. <laughs> I'm glad that's all you were breathing into. Yeah. <laughs> I promise you. Yeah, but um, I, I I wrote once in that that it it was uh, it was on my bucket list to wear a Viking helmet at the lakeside and all it gets. <laughs> Next morning, I walk into work, and Robert Holmes, brilliant PR for the BDO sent me a Viking helmet and said, come down. So I I did from every year, and it was was just a fantastic atmosphere down there. And everyone was 
pals and I got to know big Bobby George a bit and would look forward to it. But then the BBC uh, gave up on it in 2016, which I think, as well as Ollie losing control of the, the BDO, was probably the sign of its, was it was its death, the start of its death throes yeah. uh, some time ago. And of course, the, the PDC is a, a really slick business organisation. And, and once they moved to the Alley Pally, um, I think yeah. it was game over. It did look a bit, well, watching recent TV Christmas coverage of it, it does, it does look a bit forlorn, really, doesn't it? It, fe- it did, has felt a little bit deaf by a thousand cuts. I mean, maybe oh. I'm being unfair, Ali, because you're a fan, but it's it's been quite, a, the, you know, they couldn't get the attendances. It was... It was getting a bit sad in some ways. I, I couldn't watch it when mm. it went to the O2. It, was, it just it kind of hurt too much. But right the way through on, on the BBC, it was still getting incredible viewing figures, three million. It rarely dipped below that. And if you consider they spent 16 million on a suitable boy and that only got 2.7 million. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of, the, one of the few comparisons that are going to be made between those two shows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I actually prefer you the BDO. You've made That's a yes. really clever point and then people just laugh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was one of those moments. But uh, yeah, and the, the averages as well. I, I know it's, it's commonly thought of as the poor relation, but 2004, when Barneville won it, he was averaging 104. And no one at the PDC could touch those sort of figures. Hmm. Went to the PDC and won it immediately. And still, there hasn't been a champion at the PDC who hasn't played at some stage or come through entirely the BDO system, hmm. which is great for the counties. And uh, that's why it keeps always kept renewing itself. So you, you weren't stuck with the same old faces year after year. Yeah which dented a lot of egos because they ended up not being able to qualify. And that's what led to this rancorous split um, in 1993. Yeah. Cheers, Ali. Well, good to talk to you. And uh, we, look forward always. To, we look forward to uh, reading the column tomorrow. All the best. Take care of yourselves, guys. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. We return tomorrow at one. Thanks ever so much for listening to the podcast. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.